cyberbullying. It's not big, it's not clever, and it's really, really unpleasant if you are the victim of it. When I was in school, social media didn't exist. I know I'm I'm old. I'm from a time before time. Social media didn't exist. I, I had issues with bullying in school. I've I've got scoliosis, which means my spine is curved in two places. It's in the shape of a, a letter S. It's rather unfortunate looking uh, uh, x-ray I once had when I was 15 and frightened the life out of me because I thought it was somebody else's and turned out it was mine. Uh, as a result of that, I would walk with a little bit of a, shall we say, a, a pronounced bounce. Uh, and I was the victim of some pretty bad bullying in school as a result of that. Kids are wonderful, aren't they? Kids are wonderful. But I didn't have social media back then. If social media had existed back then, it would have been it would have been horrendous. Uh, but if you're the victim of social media bullying, particularly on Facebook, it's the kind of thing that you, you can't always get away from because it, it's there. It's 24-7. It's in your face all the time. And I... I had some uh, some involvement with social media bullying a few years ago, uh, when when I got the opportunity to to be the hero. You see, I'm it's no secret I'm I'm divorced. I've got three children uh, from a, from a previous relationship, and when I got divorced, it was uh, 2006, and my my wife at the time disappeared took my three children with her. My, my youngest was uh, two or three at the time. Um, and I wasn't sure I was ever going to see them again. Uh, I had a an agreement with a solicitor. Any any father who's been through this will know I had an agreement with a solicitor that, uh, for, for regular contact uh, every, every two weeks, I think it was. And quite often I would turn up for, for contact with my, my three children and they wouldn't be there or one of them would be there, or two of them would be there, but quite often none of them would be there. And excuses were given that, you know, one of them had a party to go to, or one of them went round their granddad's. Or It was just basically things that would stop them coming to see me that they were offered in exchange. And eventually it, it stopped altogether, and I, I didn't see them, and it, it looked very much like I, I, I genuinely was never going to see them again. And I'd resign myself to that fact, because it, the solicitor effectively said to me that, yes, you can take this to court, you can get an, an official contact agreement in, in court from a judge, but it's not really enforceable because all your, your ex-wife has to do is just say, oh, the kids didn't want to come this week, or they were ill, or they want to do something else. And that's that. Effectively, you're spending all this money for nothing. And I, I, I genuinely thought, that's it, I'm never going to see them again. And I, I made the decision to move away from where I was living and just basically start my life again, which is why I'm, I'm here now, uh, running a digital marketing agency in in the northwest, uh, based up in Ellesmere Port near Chester, and helping clients throughout the world with their with their online marketing and and generally annoying people like you who's listening to me now with with this podcast. Uh, but what happened was, which was why I now have a relationship with my children again, a fantastic relationship with my children, is because completely out of the blue, completely out of the blue, maybe maybe five years. After, five years after I thought I'd never see them again, I had a phone call from my ex-wife. She just phoned me up and said, hello. Hi, hello. I uh, wasn't really expecting to hear from you today, of all days, of any day. And she asked me, without any sort of, you know, how you doing, how's it going, or, you know, it was just, do you know anything about Facebook? 
Um, well, yeah, yeah, I do. You know, I run a digital marketing agency. Uh, we do a lot of work with Facebook. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly au fait with the platform. What? Why? Why are you asking? Why are you phoning me? And she explained to me that uh, our eldest, um, who wasn't on Facebook, was the victim of online bullying on Facebook. And someone, they believed it would be somebody at the school uh, that he was at, someone had set up a fake profile uh, in his name with a a comical picture of a cartoon character, presumably uh, something they used to pick on him and call him because they thought he looked like it. Uh, that's what I'm guessing at the time anyway. Um, somebody had created this fake profile with this, this cartoon character with his name, and they'd been sending abusive messages to other kids in the class, in the school. And the only reason they became aware of it was because the teacher had come to them and, and approached my son, thinking that he'd been sending these abusive messages, which, of course, he hadn't because he wasn't even on Facebook. He didn't know anything about it. That's the first he'd heard of it. So they said, there's a, there's, a, there's a fake Facebook profile being set up of my son. Is there any way I can find out who's behind it? I said, well, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. And this, to be honest with you, as horrible as it sounds, was kind of like the, the moment I've been waiting for for, well, for about five or six years. This was the moment I've been waiting for. This was my opportunity to say... Right, I get to be a dad here. I get to be a dad who can actually help one of my children, who has a serious problem. And this is exactly in my wheelhouse. This is the thing I know about, and I am going to deal with this. And because I was in the lucky situation, that I, I did run my own agency. I had people here who were, let's just say, massive, massive nerds. I mean, huge. There was one particular nerd in particular. He... There's nothing he couldn't do from a coding perspective. So I said, right, drop everything. This is the problem. This is what we're going to do. Now, we knew there was a fake profile, and it was in my son's name. And we knew that it had been sending messages to his classmates. And we had the names of his classmates, because I took this information down on the phone. Right, these are the names of all the kids in his class that you're aware of. You know, his friends, people he thinks it might be who've been bullying him, that sort of thing. Let's find this fake profile first of all. So we searched on Facebook for his name. Obvious choice. Didn't show up. Clearly the, the person that had created this fake profile sort of thought they knew what they were doing and they'd set it so that it wasn't discoverable in search. Oh, the clever little devious swines. I'm never going to catch them, am I? But his friends' profiles were discoverable in search. So we found a list of them, and I created a spreadsheet with all of the kids' profiles in it. Sounds a little bit dodgy as I'm doing this now, but it, it, was, it was all for a good reason. So we created a list of all the kids' profiles in search, and then we went through their friends' list. Because even though the profile itself, this fake profile of my son, wasn't discoverable in search, it was still connected with other people in the class because it had been messaging them and contacting them and sending them friend requests. That's where they fell down, you see it was still findable by going through the friends lists of the people it was contacting. And we found it. We found the fake profile. Okay, so we've got the profile. And I can see it had a, a cartoon character profile name, just as they said. And it had my son's name. And it had lots of supposedly funny updates that were meant to be posted by my son, which of course weren't because he wasn't on Facebook and he didn't know anything about it. So what are we going to do about this, this fake profile? 
Well, the obvious thing to do is report it to Facebook. Report it as a fake profile. But if we do that, the best result we're going to get is Facebook is going to delete it. And then all that's going to happen is someone's going to create another one and it's going to crop up again. So you're going to get rid of the problem for about a day or two. That's not really going to work. That's also not really my style. No, I need to know who's behind this profile. And as luck would have it, uh, one of our nerds that worked with us, as I say, was a, a huge nerd, and we coded this capture script, this capture script, so that all you needed to do was to land on this particular page. And it would scrape all the information from whatever device you were using at the time. So it would pull down your your mobile phone um, mobile phone device. If you're on a mobile, it would pull down your IP address. Uh, it would pull down um, let's see the the operating system. It would pull down the browser. It would pull down sort of user information. It would get all of this stuff together. And all I needed to do was to get someone to click on this link and it would store it into a database. How was I going to get them to click on a link? How was I going to do that? Well, human instinct says that somebody's going to click on something if they think they're going to get something out of it. And because whoever created this account had done it because they wanted to bully my son, what they wanted was more opportunities to bully my son. So I also, I also created a fake profile. A fake profile of, uh, I can't remember what even profile picture I used. I think I created it as a girl's name and I created a face for it and I put it on using a, another email address. And I sent a message to this fake profile of my son with a link to this page for them to click on. Now the clever thing what I did was firstly as I put a thumbnail image one pixel by one pixel in this page with a picture of my son so that when that link appeared in Facebook Messenger, it appeared as though it was a picture of my son that he was going to get, this person was going to get when they clicked on it. And also, I sent it to them saying, if you would like more photos of Robbie you can use for your profile, you're going to find them here. And they clicked on it. They clicked on it within about three minutes of receiving it. They would no idea who I was. They would no idea who the profile was. They just got this opportunity. Here's some pictures for your fake profile that you can use to continue bullying this person. Go and click on them. Bang. They clicked on them. And they landed on this page. And this page did its thing. And it pulled down the browser they were using, the operating system they were using. It pulled down the model mobile phone, the make and model mobile phone. And it was an unusual phone. Yeah, it was an Alcatel OT800 mobile phone. I've never even heard of one of those, but that's what they were using. Had it been an iPhone, might have been trickier to track them. But no, no, an Alcatel OT800. It pulled down the IP address that they were using, the IP address that they were connected to. And a simple search on that IP address also showed us that they were on the O2 network. So we knew their mobile phone make, we knew their mobile phone model, we knew the IP address they were on, they knew what mobile network they were on, it was O2. Some mobile phones, apparently, we discovered while doing this, some mobile phones will actually drop the phone number as well. This one didn't, but some model phones will drop the phone number. So anybody who is a, a Facebook troll or a social media troll doing this kind of stuff, 
be aware that if you do click on a link like the one that we created, you could even be giving away your phone number. You are not safe. You are not secure. You are not hidden behind your, your ivory tower, your bulletproof plexiglass. We can find out who you are. So what do we do with this information? Well, at the time, Facebook had something called imposter account information requests. I'm not sure at the time of recording this that it still has those. It might, it might not. But back then it had imposter account information requests. And you submit a request of an imposter account. You have to prove it's an imposter account. And Facebook will give you the information of who created it. Now, Facebook, because it's American and everybody's American and we're all in America, Facebook wanted you to prove it by signing, uh, getting a notary public to sign, to countersign your, your ID, your passport, your driver's license. And, of course, in the UK or even outside America, we don't have notary publics. It's an American thing. Uh, so I managed to find a, a solicitor I know to just sign a piece of paper to say that I was who I said I was and that my son was who he said he was and that he didn't have a Facebook account, gave Facebook all the information they requested, and Facebook gave us, and I, and I still can't believe to this day Facebook gave us this, Facebook gave us a PDF, I think it was a three or four page PDF, showing all the dates and times that people had logged in to this fake account. And it gave us all the IP addresses that they used to log in, and it gave us the mobile phone number used to verify the account and the email address used to set it up. We had everything. We had everything. I phoned the number straight away. They didn't answer. But that wasn't necessary. So we had all this information. So what did we do with this? Well, we gave it to the school. We gave it to the school. I said, the person who's created this fake account, this fake account of my son, and has been messaging obscene messages to all the other children in the class, and has been bullying my son for God knows how long. This is their phone number. This is the model mobile phone they're using. This is the make mobile phone. This is the IP address they've been using. This is the network they're on. This is everything about them. This is the email address they've been using. These are the other two mobile phone numbers that have been used to log into this account because it actually had three different phones log into this fake account. So either they've switched their phone twice, or there's more than one person accessing it. And surprisingly, it didn't take the school very long to work out who that was. But what is surprising, and this shocked me, is there was a few people that we thought it might be. There were a few kids in the class that were, shall we say, known bullies, known, known aggressors towards uh, nerdy kids. The sort of people you think, yeah, it's probably that one. It wasn't. It wasn't at all. Turns out it was actually a girl. It was actually a girl. And I'm not, I'm not going to give the name now because that's not fair. I'm not going to give any information now, just that it was a girl. And that was really surprising and quite upsetting because that girl would had been pretending to be his friend as well. Which, quite frankly, that's... That's despicable. That's despicable. But it shows the level that people will go to to bully on social media, to attempt to hurt others on social media. And it also shows that if you are one of these people who do this, you're not safe. You are not anonymous. 
there is no such thing as anonymity in social media. People like me can find out who you are, can track you down. And it's not that difficult to do. Now, what this also did, uh, as well as being a, obviously a horrible story, a horrible, horrible thing for someone to have to go through, is it did actually allow me to reconnect with my son and both of my other children as a consequence. Because uh, obviously I was, the, I was the hero that came in and saved the day. I was the one that came in and found out the person behind this. So, you know, I got to be the super dad for probably the first time in my life. And it, it did mean that I was able to form a relationship with them again, which I, I, I now still have very, very strong. Uh, my, my daughter, for example, is, is up here. Um, in Liverpool in university right now and I, I see her every couple of weeks so there was some good to come of this there was some good to come of this but there was also a lot of bad that this happens in the first place and I still see fake accounts now on social media they are hugely prevalent and whenever I see them I report them whenever I get messages from a fake account I report it and Facebook is getting ridiculously slow at actually dealing with them ridiculously so and it's also getting to the point where facebook's saying there's nothing wrong with this account this account isn't fake it's it's not do it's not creating spam it's not sending on you know unobscene messages there's nothing wrong with it when clearly it is you know i can see that it is i've got evidence that it is so facebook is getting overrun with spam at the moment overrun with spam and it's it's just a situation that's getting worse and worse um so what i would say to anybody who is suffering this this problem uh there is a link i will put underneath the podcast and underneath the video if you're watching this on YouTube where there is a, a guide I've, I've written where you can actually go through and and do this for yourself. There is a guide you can go through and do this for yourself and you can follow that and, and that works. It's this exact same process that we used for you to get this information for yourself so you can find out who is behind all of this. So the link is is below the video and is below the podcast so you feel free to click through and use that and access that if you if you want it. Um, and for anybody who's doing this themselves, anybody that is doing online bullying, online trolling, online hatred of others, thinking that you are anonymous because you are behind a computer screen, because you are behind a phone, nobody's going to be able to find out who you are. You can be found. Make no mistake, you can be found. I could find you if I wanted to. It's not that difficult. So you've been listening to the Engaging Marketeer podcast I very much appreciate you. Uh, love the fact that you've been listening, you've been watching if you're on YouTube. If you could give me a follow or subscribe on whatever channel you're watching, so subscribe to me on the YouTube channel, uh, give me a follow on iTunes or on Spotify. Um, if you could also leave me a, a five-star review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're an online bully, please don't leave me a five-star review because I'll find out who you are. So thank you very much, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Oh, oh, oh.